You are traveling through another dimension. A dimension not only of sight, but of mind. A journey into a wondrous land whose boundaries are that of imagination. That's the signpost up ahead. Your next stop, the Tone Zone. And welcome to the Tone Zone. I'm your host, Anthony Mullen, and today we have a very special episode. I have called I've called a sort of a state of the union of the Cleveland Browns. And today, I have very special guests. Mitchell Marinos, how are you doing? Good. Thank you for having me. Justin Buckland, how are we doing? I'm doing good. It's a pleasure to be here. And Andrew Hallis. What's up, guys? Pleasure to be here. Okay, we all have opinions on how our Cleveland Browns are doing, what needs to be fixed. And most importantly, who's to blame? And we're also going to be looking at their schedule um, and see how they finish the year off. Okay, the big question. What's wrong with the Browns? I mean, we... I went in, At least I went into this season thinking that we were going to be like 9-7. and seven, mm-hmm. But we, we have to be the most inconsistent team in the league. Oh, it's, absolutely. It's, it's Definitely. It's, like, they show us a game like the Ravens game. They just they looked like one of the best teams in the NFL at that game. But then the next week we get blown out 31-3 to against the 49ers. Yeah, and you have the Titans game and then the Jets, too. I mean, the Jets, very injury in, injured with Sam Darnold, obviously. But, yeah, very bipolar team through uh, through five weeks. Um, okay, we have I have three culprits for what is, what is ruining the Browns. Number one, the most mainstream answer for this, Baker Mayfield. He's not been playing well going to bring up his stats right here. He's 56% completion, uh, around th- uh, 1,300 <clears throat> yards, four touchdowns, eight picks, most in the league. What do you think he's doing wrong? Um, I mean, he's rolling out too much. I mean, he's not no. getting a lot of protection, but still he's rolling out way too much, way more than he should. And, I mean, he hasn't made very consistent throws either. Yeah. One thing you see more often than not with Baker is it seems to happen – that he either scrambles out of the pocket and throws it away or gets sacked almost every time. Yeah, I mean, we definitely saw that in the uh, the Titans game, definitely in the 49ers game. And Andrew was bringing up a good point with me before this. His red zone stats, he thrived as a rookie in the red zone. He's They're not, horrible. They're he's, horrible. He's, not looking, he's not looking good right now. He's around 25% completion, uh, three touchdowns, four picks around there, roughly. But, I mean... I don't think I don't think most of the blame could be put on his shoulders. I think he's given a bad hand with his offensive line. We'll get back on why it's so bad. And I mean, the play calling's not been amazing most weeks, but I mean, he's just got to make better throws. I mean, that first throw against San Francisco, it has to be a little higher, but mm-hmm. Richard I mean, it's I mean, easy, he was open. Yeah, it's an easy catch for Richard Sherman. The Callaway one wasn't his fault though. Wasn't his fault, no. yeah. I mean, most of his, I mean, if you look at his uh, interceptions in context, most of them aren't really important. Like he had three in the fourth quarter against Tennessee when and we were getting it was blown a out. Blowout, yeah, yeah, and then you have the one with Callaway that was dropped. And did he have one against the Jets? I, I feel things. So. Yeah, he did. He I feel did like one. he did. Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously that didn't really mean much because 
we won by like twenty. Yeah. But we should I, beat the Jets by twenty. So. Yeah, he needs he needs to clean it up. He needs um, definitely. He needs to get rid of the ball. Like um, it was the Jets game, I think, or the Ravens. I forget. Uh, when he's throwing the ball quick, like when we're do, we're doing RPO offenses. Yeah. He's he's astounding. He's really good. Yes. But when they're in rhythm. They're yes. In, they're in yeah. such a good rhythm when they do that. And when Baker starts rolling out, just I haven't. I don't think I've seen one like good play when he rolls out to the right. He throws it deep. I haven't seen one. And, good he, he had a lot of those his rookie year. Like you remember the uh, the big throw against Carolina, that was a rollout to yeah. the right yep. of Jarvis Landry. You think of like uh, the one against the Falcons, same deal. I mean, in college, that's what he did. That's what he was amazing at yeah. rolling out. But I mean, with the line he has right now, it's just not working as well as it has in the past. Not to mention that transfer from the college level to the pros is it's a different level of Definitely. play style. Yeah, I and, think. I think one of the main problems that he's also having with his like how how you said like his completion level is low. I think because I, he's only looking when he gets steps back in the pocket, he's only looking at Odell. He's not yeah. looking at Jarvis. He's, he's not looking at Nick Chubb coming for a check. He doesn't throw sh- like checkdowns. He's staring down his receivers too much. I have noticed that, and he, yeah. he's been holding the ball way too long. He needs to get it out quick. Mm-hmm. Not, I don't care if it's a five yard pass. He's just try- He tries to go for the twenty yard plus passes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. He's much more of a one-read quarterback than he was last year. Yes. And I don't know if that's because play calling. It's probably mostly about the offensive line. But, I mean, it also could be about trying to get Odell into the offense. I mean, it is – I mean, we weren't really expecting a smooth transition from Brashad Perriman to Odell Beckham in the offense. But, I mean, by week five, I think it should be clicking better than it has. Yeah. It worked against the Ravens. Especially – uh, going to the Ravens game, I think I think the best use of Odell was in that game mm-hmm. because the Ravens were double teaming; they were yep. focusing on him. And then Jarvis and had a huge game. Him and uh, Ricky Seals Jones, he had yeah. that big play. Mm-hmm. It leaves holes out in the uh, out in the field. Okay, now this is this second one. This second culprit, I think, is the most to blame, and it's Freddie Kitchens. Yes, mm-hmm. I mean, he was the the hot play caller uh, halfway. Second half of the season last year, and then that Rams game, uh, when it's oh first my goal. gosh, they threw yep. the ball four they threw times. The ball four times. They had timeouts. They could have handed the ball to Chubb. Threw it four times. I mean, his play. Co- I mean, can't, it's fair to say that his play calling was a little more creative last year. Yeah, mm-hmm. and obviously, I think it makes sense that it's not. It's less creative because now they have tape on it. And the thing is, people are saying there's a, the common criticism that oh, they have tape on Baker now, so he's not good. I think that applies more to Kitchens. I think because they've seen his place, they know what he's about, he's got to kind of switch it up. Like last year you'd see maybe once every four weeks a big wide receiver play, mm-hmm. like a throw, a big wide receiver throwing play even. And we've seen that like twice a game now. Like yeah. Odell mm-hmm. did it the first play of the game. It's like getting redundant. Yeah. Yeah, and they're definitely not being creative. I remember looking back on that first week at the Titans game. They looked really good that first drive down the field. Oh, yeah. And after that, oh. it just downhill. Yeah. Mitch, when we were at that game, I told you that we're going to look good this game. Yeah. After that oh. first drive was a touchdown. And then it just went completely <laughs> downhill. Remember Cybert missed the extra point? Yeah. Oh. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, that made me yeah. so mad. That, that had me missing for Greg Joseph. <laughs> Seibert's uh, made up for it, though. Yeah, he hasn't yeah. missed since. 
I think another thing about Freddie Kitchens, and I think this falls on his shoulders, is how undisciplined the team is. Absolutely. So many penalties. So many. Uh, they lead the league right now, right? Yeah, 19 week one, and they really haven't recovered from that. Yeah. I mean, they haven't had the highs of that, but they've been consistently, really, like the holdings. Um, how many he, offsides penalties has Miles Garrett had? He's had a lot. Yes. But, I mean, I think when we're talking about the Browns and what – they need to be doing better. I don't think Miles Garrett should be criticized. That's I think true. He's at the point where he's so good and he's getting enough sacks where I'll take the offsides. Yeah. If he gets a sack a game, I'll take an offsides a game. But, I mean, obviously that can be cleaned up. And then um, he hasn't played in a while, but Denzel Ward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we need him back. He didn't look good week one. A lot of make penalties with him, too. Yeah, I mean... We just need a healthy defense. Like... The past few games, we've been playing with a ton of miss, missing secondary players. Yeah. And the de- the f- defensive line hasn't really stepped up mm-hmm. the past few games with that. I really haven't heard that much from, like, Vernon. Yeah. Uh, I want to get to Vernon later yeah. about the about what we gave up for him. And I feel like with most of these penalties, um, they can be cleaned up. A lot of it is just reckless, going out there and playing reckless, and definitely stuff that can That's be just changed. the mental part of the game right there. Just got to clean that stuff up. Yeah, definitely. Um... So I, I think we're all in agreement that Freddie Kitchens he needs to uh, he needs to clean it up he needs to get this team more he needs ready. to be creative with his play calling yeah as well. I mean if you look at the Ravens game I'll give him credit the Ravens game was really creative mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, not even with like uh, all the great plays with Odell getting the wide, getting like Ricky Seals uh, Jones open he was calling the screens at right at the right time he's really utilized Chubb in a nice way. And obviously, you can see Chubb's having so far one of the best years for yeah. any running back this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think they should lean more on him. I think I agree. Yeah, he's the MVP of the team right now, and off uh, like offensive wise, yeah, like no one else has really stepped up to the for pace sure. play he's doing. Like he has that big game against Baltimore, and then we start the game against San Francisco with an Odell pass play to Jarvis Landry. Yeah, we need to establish the run with Chubb. He's so good, we can't we can't waste him. And that just opens things up for Baker. And especially because Chubb's a threat receiving the ball this year. Yes. He really has been. Yeah. Yeah. And now the third culprit is the Odell trade in a hole. Now, I'm not going to be one to criticize John Dorsey. I think he's doing a phenomenal job with this team. But the deal for Odell has been a little shaky so far. Especially, I mean, I look at it with Odell and the Olivier Vernon trade as one. So we trade... For Olivier Vernon, and we get back, and we give up uh, Kevin Zietler. I think that's been huge. Yes, yeah. that's definitely showed through the offensive five like, weeks. You have like Robert Cush in for him, <laughs> and he's four holdings a game. It's <laughs> it's really not been good. And then uh, with the Odell trade, I mean, you give up a pick, that's fine. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. uh, Jabril Peppers. I don't think we've been missing him. I, I really haven't heard that much from him at all in New York. He had a pick six against Dwayne Haskins, but I mean... <laughs> it's Dwayne Haskins yeah. rookie. Yeah, that's true. But I think I think the Odo trade was a little weird looking back. I don't think we really needed it. I'm, gla- I, I mean, I'm glad he's on the team. I hope that we find a rhythm with him. But so far, it just seems like there's too many wide receivers in the uh, in the room, and Baker's trying too hard to get get the ball to him. It yeah. just needs to happen naturally. Like lately, Odell's just getting Jarvis Landry open a lot more often, and yeah. it's been working a lot. He's had two solid games against the. Nine, he had a pretty solid game against the Niners and Baltimore. So yeah, he did. 
We've yeah. seen to keep working that. And I think one of the biggest problems with the Odell trade is not actually the stuff that happens on the field, that the excitement that it brought to Cleveland and that we got OBJ and everyone was expecting, oh, we're going to go to the Super Bowl. I mean, you saw all kinds of videos before yeah. the mm-hmm. season. They're looking to win it all, this and that, and these expectations have been placed upon them because of this trade. And yeah. they're, as of right now, they're just not living up to it. Yeah. And, and with the expectations, I don't think, I mean, I think we kind of deserved it the way most Browns fans have reacted to yeah. our team this year. But I feel like, I feel like the national media is kind of like, oh, they finally, they got Odell, they have a big name. This is now or never. They have yeah. to play well right now. And that's, I mean, that's fair. But we got yeah. like, year, like we can do the like we can run like like good have a good long run for probably the next four years. Yeah, at least. Odell's Odell's signed for a long time. They're gonna re-sign Baker and Miles. The th- I think I think I agree with you on that. But um, now and nowadays in the NFL, uh, the rookie contracts, especially for quarterbacks, yeah. they're really key because I think that kind of window, like you see it with Kansas City, Patrick Mahomes is still on a rookie contract. So, so is Prescott, and Prescott wants forty million. That's that tr- that too. And then you have uh, like Deshaun Watson; he's also on a rookie contract. The Texans and the Chiefs and the Browns, obviously with the Odell trade, they're making big moves right now. Mm-hmm. While these quarterbacks are now really productive and they're still on cheap contracts, the same thing with Miles Garrett. Yeah, he's about to get paid deservedly. So he's probably been the best pass rusher the, this year, besides like Shaquille Barrett. It's yeah. gonna be interesting a few years from now. Uh, what see what John Dorsey does? Yeah, trying to like re-sign all the players that we have now that are still on young rookie contracts, and he's. We're, I mean, we're gonna have to get rid of some people to clear cap space and stuff. Yeah, some veterans, but like, it's either that or you keep Baker. I mean, you gotta commend what uh, Dorsey did uh, with building this team from zero and sixteen to. Uh, yeah. Seven, eight, and one to where we are now as like a national brand. Yeah, but it is it is an easier job when you have all that money that we had. Um, yeah, I think I think we really see the value of John Dorsey. I mean, he's been valuable already, but we see the true value of him when we have a, like a salary crunch. Yeah, we make we have to make the tough decisions, and we yeah. still have my, a lot of money in our yeah. salary cap for next year and years to come. Yeah, like I look look at what uh, Seattle did. Seattle lost a lot of their Super Bowl core, like Richard Sherman left, Earl especially Tom- defensively. Yeah, Earl Thomas left, and they chose they chose Russell Wilson, and now they're four and one, and they look really good. Now, speaking of the Seahawks, that is who we play this week, week six in Cleveland. It's gonna be a rough one. Russell yeah. Wilson looks really good right now. He's pro- he might be the MVP as of now. He's yeah. looked mm-hmm. really, so really good. So far, this is probably one yeah. of his best years. Going back before we move on here, um, going forward, at the way the season's going, Odell is on pace right now for about 13 touchdowns and 26 interceptions. If this season keeps you going, mean, you mean Baker? Or I'm sorry, Baker. Yeah. I mean, Odell throws it enough. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry about that. Um, If this season keeps going the way it does, does this hurt Baker's reputation going forward? I think it's already. I mean, you've heard the stuff with like Richard Sherman, the whole handshake thing. That's a little shaky. But like, um, I feel like it was Bleacher Report. They like surveyed a bunch of guys, and they feel like he's an entitled uh, Mm -hmm. brat who hasn't won anything. Yeah, a lot of them said that Baker's cocky. I mean, the national media has been hating him lately. I mean, but. It's kind of deserving. I mean, yeah. the way he acts and the way he's playing on the field, 
it's you've got to back it up. You've got to back it up on the field. Yeah. And how much will this hurt his reputation? Like, when he goes to sign that next contract, how much do you think he will be impacted by this? I, Depends on how he does. Yeah. He's got yeah. time to step it up. I feel, I, mean, like, I feel like the conversation nationally will be, um, especially with uh, how our schedule shapes out and who we're projected to lose to and who we're projected to beat to, uh, I think the narrative with Baker Mayfield might be, if he doesn't turn it around, he does. He only wins when he's supposed to win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you look back last year at our wins, it's like the Broncos, the Falcons, it's all the teams Panthers. That we should win against. The, yeah, they were all disappointments. And, I mean, it's not. I mean, we have to play who's in front of us. But yeah. if you look at our schedule, it's relatively easy. We should be winning a lot of games late into the season. And there's only a few games where Baker can really prove himself. And they're right now, the next two weeks, when, mm-hmm. he's, had, when he's playing his worst football. And it's going to be rough for him. So we've gone over what's really hurting the Browns right now. Let's let's look more optimistically. How can how how would you fix the Browns? For me, I have three key things. Number one, I'd say get healthy. The whole I think Rashard Higgins being absent from the offense has really hurt us. That's been huge. Because, Baker loves Higgins. Yeah, last year Higgins might have been his number one, and I feel like right now without Higgins, it kind of magnifies him looking for Odell more. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. And um, like I said, we need to use Odell not only to make big plays for himself, but to set it up for others. I feel, I feel like that's been happening. I think we need to make it, I think we need to uh, use that more. Get Jarvis more open, get Seals Jones, get uh, Callaway if he's still on the team. Another <laughs> quick question. What do we do with Antonio Callaway? Rough, rough first game. Um, I mean, coming back from suspension, I, I think we should, as Dorsey said, like when he got suspended, we're going to stick with him, give him another chance, but like next time yeah. we're not going to give him another chance. And I, I agree with that. I mean, he's he made a mistake, and I mean, he's constantly made mistakes throughout college with the same situations. Yeah. But I think they should give him another chance, but the next time he makes a mistake like that, you can't just do what we did with Josh Gordon, hoping he's going to come back and then keep getting suspended. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can't really expect him to come off in a suspension with, like, 10 catches for 100 yards received. Yeah, definitely. But, like, I, if I were the Browns, I would pay close attention to what he does stat-wise within the next, like, four games, three games. And, like, if it was something like San Francisco where he doesn't do, like, anything, yeah, I would say I would consider moving on from him. And going back to what you said about, like, how the Browns, they need to get healthy, they're, take, they're taking a step in the right direction with all, like, their DBs hurt. They're starting to come back. Yeah. Higgins is expected to play, according to Bleacher Report. Um, yeah, you have, like, Denzel Ward, Greedy Williams out yeah, for I mean, multiple weeks. Yeah. It's been huge. And we're also forgetting week nine, Kareem Hunt's back. That's true. Yes. I forgot about Kareem but, like, Hunt. But, like, like, what do right we now. do with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt? Um, I mean, Chubb has obviously been balling out lately. I And I think we could put more into the offense when we have cream hunt because then we have a speedy back yeah and then we have a more like power back with chubb i think that, that combination will it look allows good. us it allows us to be more creative it yeah, does for sure. definitely i think i think cream hunt could be best used as kind of a decoy mm-hmm. i mean yeah. he's so talented he's good off the pass too he's a really good receiver yeah that's true if we i mean if we have both him and chubb I, it's pick your poison i mean i i personally think chubb's a better running back yeah but people don't remember how good Cream Hunt was. He was Before very good. He yeah. got suspended and all that. Like, he he was unstoppable. I mean, mm-hmm. he ran all over teams on the Chiefs. 
And plus, uh, he's only signed to a one-year deal, so I think we should make the most out of mm-hmm. it. Uh, and then because, evaluate that. Yeah, I don't think we're going to re-sign him. I think, I think yeah. I mean, and I'd probably say for the Browns, just be patient. This is a really young team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not every not every te- not every quarterback's going to be Patrick Mahomes out of the gate. Yeah, that's right. I mean, Peyton Manning, his rookie year, led the league in interceptions with like twenty three. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you gotta you gotta endure the rough spots. You gotta look at what you're doing well. You need to find out how to do that more. I mean, it's a really young team. Our secondary is really young. Our like youngest, I mean, our youngest defensive player is like Greedy Williams, who's basically nineteen. Yeah. And then you have like Denzel Ward, not close, not far after Miles Garrett's young. Mac. Just, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's definitely been a stud. Mac. Yeah. But like we're all expecting, like most Browns fans were expecting, like this to be the year. Mm-hmm. But like you gotta give it time. we gotta give it time. Gotta, we have yeah. t- we have yeah. time to grow. We have a large time span to grow and to become like one of the elite teams in the NFL. Yeah, definitely. there's definitely a lot of time left to clean up all of these things that we have seen go wrong within these first five weeks here for sure. Yeah, we just need the, some momentum. Yeah, and in the beginning of the year, I when I was thinking about like how they'd do this year, I wasn't expecting them to go to the Super Bowl. Mm-mm. Yeah, I was. I think, so, I think Sports Illustrated had us going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Which see, is... I just I didn't see that happening. So like my, and so there's still my expectations today. I, I just want them to make the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. It's, have, it's something we like we like have never seen. It's been so long. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just to change the culture in Cleveland. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely, and like back going back again, talking about Sports Illustrated having us in the Super Bowl. I think that goes back again to the Odell trade and the expectations that were given to us. Yeah. Exactly. And we honestly are in our own heads. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I feel like, especially with, like, Freddie's play calling, I feel like there's a sense of pressure to kind of prove everyone wrong immediately. But I think we need to play a longer game and just kind of get better and win the games when we can and not try to win the games when the national media thinks we can. Mm-hmm. We just need to, uh, yeah, take it slowly if we have to. And, uh, I mean... Going back to taking it slowly, uh, the rest of the schedule, I think, allows us to take it slowly, kind of experiment, because there's our schedules, I think it's the easiest right now in the league for the rest of the I would agree. The duration of the season. Other than our next two games against yeah. the Seahawks and the Patriots. Yeah, and I'm the Seahawks is going to be, it's going to be a rough game. It's going to be yeah. hard. It's going to be a defensive battle, probably. I just think we if we can stop Russell Wilson the, day, the way we contain Jared Goff, and the way we did Lamar Jackson, I think we have a good shot. I agree. I mean, we contained Jared Goff and Lamar Jackson pretty well, and we just have to use that what we did against those teams too. Yeah, especially with Lamar Jackson. Yes, they're, they're, we really contained him. They're kind of similar players, but I think obviously Russell Wilson's a better passer. Yeah, and, yeah. Not much, not as much as a run threat, but still can run when needed. Yeah, I, I think we should take elements from that and use it with Russell Wilson, and. Um, I mean, you saw last week Jared Goff was able to pretty much pick apart the Seahawks defense. A lot of teams have been able to do that recently. I mean, they're not the Legion of Boom anymore. So mm-hmm. Baker should get back to the. We should get back to like the RPOs. Mm-hmm. Get back to what we're good with. Uh, run the ball early, and I think we should be fine. I think there should be a close game. I don't think I, we probably won't win, but if we sort of hang in there. I feel like we'll gain respect. Yes, grab, yeah. get some momentum going into next week. Yeah. Because and, the, the, with last week against the 49ers, like, 
it was just it just it was just bad from the start. Yeah, like, yeah. With Breda's like eighty I mean, yard touchdown. touchdown. Yeah, and then Baker throwing a pick. Like we just need some momentum. Once we start rolling, getting some momentum, I just this team could go so far. Yeah. This, I mean, this season's really been about, like, taking one step forward yes. and then, like, two steps back. Yeah. We need to find a way to take two steps forward. And I think I think we can do that with the Seahawks, and then I think we can do it with the Patriots. I mean, the Patriots' defense this year looks really – it's really good. Baker mm-hmm. Baker's probably going to struggle. But I think our defense has an opportunity to, like, contain Tom Brady in a way. He's not looking very good this the, pa- uh, the past few weeks. So I think there's a chance we can hang in that game as well. Yeah. It'd also be good on Sunday if we get our first win at First Energy Stadium this year. That'd be nice. That's yeah. true. That'd yeah. be great. In... It's weird. We're a better road team. We're 2-1 on the road. Yeah. yeah. And we were really good on the road last year. And I think the, the big thing with these next two games, even if we don't win, if we can hang in there and prove ourselves to an extent, I think that gives the team itself a little bit of confidence moving forward within the rest of the schedule. Yeah. I mean, if we get these moral victories or, uh, with these next two games... I feel like the next few games, which should be victories for us, will be a little more justified. So, with those games, after the Patriots, we're playing the. We have a stretch where it's the Broncos, Bills, Steelers, Dolphins, and Steelers again, Bengals, Cardinals, Ravens, Bengals. If you look at that, there's maybe two hard games in there. Maybe three. If the Bills are for real. They're all winnable games. All winnable games. Yeah, definitely. I and I think I think like the Dolphins game, the Cardinals game. The Bengals games they allow us to kind of experiment for next year because we're trying to we're trying to make the playoffs I think we can make the playoffs with our schedule but also it's we need to look towards the future yeah. mm-hmm. and with the rest of this year it all depends on what Browns team is going to show up on Sunday is it going to be the team that played against the Ravens or is it going to be the that Browns team that played against the 49ers last week yeah definitely and I'm there's a, I mean if we win out which we can from the Broncos on would be we'd be 11 and 5 and That's, that would probably win the division. That yeah. definitely win the division. Like because I don't know. that'd be two wins over the Ravens which That's that, true. that'd be huge. We'd we'd be undefeated in the AFC North. And we yeah. have we have the away game done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We play the Ravens at That's home. what I was most worried about like throughout like our, our AFC North schedule. Yeah. I'm not really worried about the Steelers right now. Like they don't look that good. Big Ben's out. Rudolph yeah has a concussion. I mean, he'll be back, but so that Steelers team is just... Week, yeah. That Rudolph injury. It yeah, was. It was. Um, yeah, I mean, if you look at the AFC North, it's maybe the weakest in football. And mm-hmm. I think we can come out, not as an amazing team, not as a team that can make a threat for Super Bowl push, but as a team that can get playoff experience and yeah. pat it onto ourselves for the future. Yeah. yeah. I think that's, I think that's what we should look for right now. Yeah, it's not it's not time to put like the panic button on. But definitely not. Maybe We're five games in. Maybe if we maybe if the Seahawks and Patriots games are as bad. Oh, as the if 49ers. it if it's like the 49ers game for That's both when those weeks, we're in trouble. Yeah, we're we in are trouble. in trouble. Yeah. Like I mean, even if we lo- I mean a loss is a loss even if 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 it's like a moral victory, we can still go 11 and 5. If it's horrible victories, we can still go 11 and 5. Mm-hmm. But the the narrative of us will be different. They need to start making the step towards the right direction. They don't want to take steps back by getting killed against the Patriots and Seahawks. And those would be. I mean, we've already been blown out two games. And if yeah. we get, I mean, if we were to get blown out, then these next couple games 
the national media is just going to be hitting us rip, hard. They're going to rip us apart. Cowherd uh, hates Baker. Hates him. And oh, every yeah. time that he talks about the Browns or Baker, it's every, it's always negative. No I mean, didn't he what. say we should trade Odell? Yeah, we, yeah. And did you see that there are rumors, I don't know if they're true, that we are shopping looking, him? We are yeah. shopping. I don't, we're not going to trade him. They're not going to trade no him. There's no way. Unless they see something. It's been five unless weeks. Unless there's something seriously wrong. Yeah, It's been yeah. five weeks. We. I mean, it's... If we're being honest, this is not the year we're going to win it all. No. And that's why we just need to prepare for the future. We can't give away Odell mm-hmm. this soon yeah. and not just believe in the team we have. Because we're going to develop. We're a young team. We're going to grow. It's just we just got to wait. We just got to develop, and it'll all be turned I don't around. think Dorsey will trade anyone, really, of importance on the Browns team this year. And they should really focus for next year in the draft. They should really focus on the, like setting up their offensive line. Yeah, I mean that's definitely. clearly our weakest point, and I mean if we were to uh, grow the offensive line and um, get some key additions in the off season, I mean, I don't know how we can be stopped. Yeah, that's all Baker needs is more time in the pocket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and going back to the Odell and uh, the Odell uh, trade thing, I look at it with if everything goes wrong, who's the first to go? Baker, Odell, or Freddie Kitchens? It's Freddie Kitchens. It's right? definitely it's Kitchens. Definitely so. I feel like our roster is too talented not to work, and if it doesn't work, I think it's the coach's fault. Oh, and definitely. I think Odell is doing a lot of good things for himself personally. I mean, you see him kind of like cleaning up his act a little bit, like from years past. Not that he was a sloppy player, but he was more of a showboater. Yeah. And you don't see that as much this year, and he seems more focused. And I kind of like the direction that he's headed in, especially if we're looking towards the future. Yeah, I think his mind's in the right place, he's, especially he, with Jarvis. He really, yeah. he really seems to be excited he's, about being in Cleveland. Yeah, he's yeah. definitely been a less selfish player. Like in years past with the Giants, like if he was, him. yeah, if yeah. he wasn't getting balls, then he was, he was disappointed. He was punching Punch, the nets. Punching the nets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you like, I mean, it's not as extreme, but him in New York was a little like Antonio Brown in Pittsburgh, yeah. and yeah. especially, yeah, especially in Pittsburgh. But now, like you look at the Ravens game. He's mm-hmm. selfless. He had mm-hmm. two catches, 21 yards about, and he was like, I'd rather win the game. Mm-hmm. And I he mean, didn't really believe that when he was in New York. If mm-hmm. he if that was in New York, you would have definitely seen a different like side of him being a little disappointed in a way. Mm-hmm. But I think he was just happy we got the win. I mean, like, since now he has Jarvis and like they're best friends, I feel like they're more focused on winning than about themselves and are willing to do like what it takes to win games. Yeah. And I, if he was acting the same way and doing things like punching the nets or whatever, I think he, I don't know, he may be one of the first ones to go, but I don't see him acting like that. I see him. Yeah. You saw a change positive. of mind of what he did last week. Do you remember uh, watching the game during the 49ers game on the sidelines? He was giving in a huddle with his team, telling him it's okay. Yeah. It was he, after they're down like 10 nothing. He's telling him everything's going to be fine. Like, if he was on the Giants, you would have just seen been, him in, in the corner doing mm-hmm. something by He would have been checked out. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's because Definitely. I think he believes in this team. With the Giants, I don't think he ever believed there in this no team. There was no potential for the Giants, really. Yeah. I mean, last year, kind of a spark with Saquon, but it wasn't really enough. No. And, I mean, as you can see, Thursday they lost to the Patriots 35-14. to Yeah. And speaking of games around the league this week, week six, we're going to go around each game, give our opinions, and give a pick. So, first game, um, Panthers-Buccaneers. Now, the, the story with the Panthers has been Christian McCaffrey. He's been amazing. He's been insane. He might yeah. be, if, if it's not Russell Wilson, he's probably the MVP yeah, so yeah. far. He's playing with a lot of energy I right mean, he's, now. I mean, he's carrying that team. 
Yeah. There's no other way to put Def- it. And then you have, like, because Kyle Allen, Allen's their quarterback yeah. right now. It's not even Cam Newton. I mean, he's been playing a lot better than Cam was, too. Yeah. And then on the other side, you have the Buccaneers, who have honestly really surprised me. They go into L.A., they beat the Rams the way they did. Jameis Winston looks better than he's ever looked. You have Shaquille Barrett leading the league in sacks. I, and it's in Tampa. The game's in Tampa. It's in London. Oh, is it in London? Yeah, it's at 9.30. Oh, wow. Uh, I would probably go, I'll go Panthers. Yeah. I would say Panthers I was going to well. go with the Panthers. I just don't think they can contain Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. The I, way he's I, playing right now, I just, I don't see them losing. I agree. Panthers all the way for that game. Okay. Uh, <laughs> game of the week. I think I think this is this should be Sunday night football. Redskins Dolphins. <laughs> you, have two, you have two tr- absolute train wrecks. <laughs> I think I think one's a little less of a train wreck. They're both train wrecks. Yeah. I have the Dolphins winning this game. Mm-hmm. It's in Miami. I think Rosen's the best quarterback on the field, yeah. and I think they're due. I think they're due. I think they're better than the Redskins. I gotta go with the Redskins. I, the, I gotta go the, with the Redskins. The Dolphins are just so bad. They're so Both bad. Both teams are very bad. Have you seen the Redskins? They're not good. I mean, they're bad too, but I just think the Dolphins are worse. I mean, uh, Case Keenum's starting, right? I think he is. I don't know. They have like four guys they're rotating in and yeah, out. Yeah, they've gone. They've <laughs> gone Colt McCoy, Haskins, and I think, Keenum. I think Colt McCoy's starting. Really? I, th- I think. I'll look it up. I yeah. I think I really have not seen anything positive about the Redskins this year. First game with an interim head coach. I think I think the Dolphins have more going for them. It's just gonna be a, such a sloppy game. I'm gonna go with the Redskins. It's gonna it's gonna come down to the best of the worst. Who? Yep. Which I think will be the a, better of the worst no, teams on the field. I mean, whatever. I think team, it'll be a close it, game, but it's definitely not anything special at all. It, I I'd have to go with the Redskins on it, but like. It could, it's flip of a coin. Really. Case Keenum yeah. is starting. Case Keenum starting? Yeah. Okay, so I'm the only one taking the Dolphins. Yeah. Okay, second game. This is interesting. Saints-Jaguars. Battle of the backups. Minshew magic. Gardner Min- It's in Jacksonville. Gardner Minshew. Did you see that they're having... They're selling... Oh, yeah. They're giving out like mustaches. <laughs> uh... I am a fan of Gardner Minshew. I bought one of his jerseys last week. It should be coming in the mail. Um, and he's going up against Teddy Bridgewater. The Saints, they look good. Three straight wins with they him. Do. They're doing, Teddy's I, been playing well. They look better than they did with Breeze. Listen, when people when Drew Breeze got hurt, people were thinking, oh, their season's already screwed up. They're yeah. not going to do good. They're Hey, they're 4-1 right now. I'm sure they're more than happy with that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with the Saints here. Uh, I'm also going to go with the Saints. I'm going to go with the Saints. I think their um, roster is a lot more talented than the Jaguars overall. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to go with the Saints as well. The Jags have looked very good this yeah. year. Yeah. Uh, this is a very important game for the AFC North, uh, especially not because of one team. It's Bengals-Ravens. Bengals winless. They don't look good. Ravens, they also don't look good, but they've had moments. Yeah. I mean, as much as I would want the Bengals to win, it's just not going to happen. It's yeah, yeah. Ra- I mean, the Ravens look great against horrible teams. That's how it's. That's been their narrative so far. I mean, they can't. They haven't played up to what the other great teams in the NFL. Yeah, and they've beat the teams they should have beat. Yeah, like uh, the game against Kansas City, they don't look too good. They mm-hmm. didn't even look good against Pittsburgh. No. Yeah. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh should have won that. They football went to game. overtime, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. With uh, I don't even know what the. 
Steelers quarterback name was after Rudolph. It would be great for the Browns if the Bengals could win, but definitely, I just I was, don't see it. I was rooting for the Steelers last week That's because of yeah, that. I, was, I know. Yeah. Sad as it is, I was rooting for them too. I think the Ravens will win this game as much, even though I'll be rooting for the Bengals. The Ravens are going to win it. Mm-hmm. But I see this for the Ravens. They might get ahead of the Browns right now like on the standings for the AFC North, yeah. but they still have to play the Seahawks, Patriots, Texans, Rams, and 49ers. Yeah. All solid so, teams. So, yeah, we, we got the hard part of our schedule almost done. Yeah. Theirs is just ramping beginning. up. I mean, they're, yeah. their first two wins were against the Cardinals and the Dolphins. Two of the worst teams in the NFL. And they only beat the Cardinals by, what, seven touchdown? Yeah. All right, we're all we're all going with the Ravens here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my condolences to Mr. Elson and his team. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Seahawks Browns. Okay, we've been talking about uh, this. Who do we have? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Seahawks. I think it, I think it will be close, but the Seahawks have been playing really good football. Realistically, the Seahawks, but I believe if the Browns can go out and play the way. Um, that they're capable of, I believe that they can gain progress from this game. Yeah. I think the Browns will t- start to take their a step in the right direction here. They're going to win this game in Seattle. They'll be 500. I mean, I, I have the Browns winning this game. I really do. Uh, Baker will have a better week, and they're going to get their first win in first energy stadium. Yeah, I got the Browns as well. I mean, my bias is too strong i can't pick i can't pick <laughs> the much, other team yeah. i i hope i'm wrong yeah. I, yeah I really do as long as baker shows out there. like yeah. he has i mean like he hasn't showed out but is mm-hmm. if he takes a step in the right direction get some uh time in the pocket i think he can have a good week yeah i i just think we're meeting them at the worst time yeah they're playing their best football mm-hmm. uh next eagles vikings in minnesota the vikings have been pretty good delvin cook's been really good and the Eagles, they went into Green Bay. They beat the Packers pretty soundly. Um, I'm going to go the Eagles. I think, I mean, Carson Wentz the best quarterback in the, on the field. I'll yeah, I would agree, Carson Wentz. I mean, Carson Wentz has had moments where he's been up and down this year so far. I mean, he's my fantasy quarterback, so. <laughs> but I, I'm going to agree. I have the Eagles as well. I'm also going to agree with that. Um, I'm going to take the Eagles in that game. I just feel like Carson Wentz is, like you said, Anthony, the best quarterback on the field. Yeah. I got Philly by two touchdowns. Wow. Ooh. Okay. Uh, and plus, I mean, we don't really know what that Stefan Diggs situation is. Yeah. It could mean more with like the chemistry of the Vikings. And yeah, I would agree. I mean, he's a he's a good receiver. I'm I honestly think they will end up getting rid of him. It's I agree. just I think it's just time. Yeah. The Ravens are talking about. They're in talks with. If I'm if I'm the Vikings, for, I do it. Yeah. I do not want the Ravens to get him. I mean, I don't want them. They might get Jalen Ramsey. Let's hope not. Oh my gosh. Uh oh. Now th- this is legitimately game of the week. Texans Chiefs. Ooh. Deshaun Watson versus Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City. Now got the Chiefs. The Texans have been playing very good football. The Chiefs coming off a coming off a loss to mm-hmm. Jacoby Brissett and the Colts. I'm gonna go Texans. I I mean the I, Chiefs the Chiefs I have to go with the Chiefs. I mean Patrick Mahomes right now clearly the best quarterback in football. He's been showing out week in and week out. I gotta go with the Chiefs. Yeah, I got the Chiefs too. I mean I just think Kansas City, especially at Kansas City tomorrow. Uh yeah. I mean it'll be a good game. It's the first time I, mean, I think anyone's seen the Deshaun Watson versus Patrick Mahomes rivalry. Yeah. Chiefs are at home. 
Patrick Mahomes is playing well. I've got the Chiefs. Okay. Um, Falcons-Cardinals. Now, these two teams have been playing similarly, but they have different expectations. The Falcons have not been good this year. The Falcons... They've lost to the Titans, the... uh, Oh, I forget who they lost lost to last week. They've been a disappointment, very, to say the least. Yeah. And then the Cardinals, coming off a win against Cincinnati. Coming off a win against Cincinnati. Uh, Kyler Murray, he's had ups, he's had downs. He had that tie against the Lions. <laughs> um, it's in Arizona. I'm going to go... Falcons get it done. I, they're too talented not to. Yeah, I think the Falcons win it. Also, last week they lost to the Texans by 21. That's who it was. Yeah. yeah. So I think the I mean the Falcons. If you still think about, it, they got weapons on their offense. Yeah, they have Julio Jones, I mean, Julio pres- Jones, Matt Ryan, Devontae Freeman. It's been the same for a few years, and you've seen them with this team. They've gone to the Super Bowl, but they're one and four right now. They've yeah. been it's really surprising. Very inconsistent. Like they'll have a very solid year, and the next year win like like win like yeah. six games. Like it doesn't really make any sense. But I think next week they will bounce back. And get the win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they're due. I'll take the Falcons as well. All right, we're all going Falcons. Next up, the ooh, two hot teams. One a little hotter than the other. Undefeated 49ers. We don't want to. We don't really want to talk about the 49ers right now, but we will. They're going to LA to face the Rams. Divisional matchup. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Rams. Yeah, I'm gonna agree. I go. I'm gonna go with the Rams. I think. Um, I mean, the 49ers, their running game, I mean, has been elite so mm-hmm. far. Yeah. But I just think um, the Rams' offense is just very spread out, and they could give the ball to anyone. I mean, the receivers, very all very all underrated receivers, but all very solid. And then yeah, Cooper you have, Cup, definitely. You have Todd Gurley. In my opinion, I see this as the game of the week. 49ers, they can prove to them the best team in the, pretty much in the NFC. I mean, not record-wise, but yeah. like... Talent-wise, the Rams are up there. And if you look at the four, I mean, the 49ers have been playing very well, very good football. But if you look at who they played, they played Tampa, who's okay. They played uh, Cincinnati. They played us. They haven't really played anyone major, but they've looked really good. Yeah. So this is really their game to prove. Oh, I don't know who to pick. And here. I think George, I think George Kittle might be out. Oh, really? Yeah. I got the Rams. I think it's going to be their 49ers' first loss of the year, but it's going to be close. Yeah, I'm going to go with the 49ers. Okay. Um, I think it's going to be a surprise, but seeing the way that they played last week is sadly as it was against the Browns. Their run game just looks very strong right now, and I yeah. think they're going to prove themselves this week. Yeah, Matt Burrito looks very good. Um, next up, a uh, very weird 4 p.m. game, Titans-Broncos in Denver. You have... Mm. Marcus Mariota versus Joe Flacco. A very high <laughs> high profile game. Um, I'm gonna go I'll go Titans. I mean the Broncos looked okay against their in their win against the Chargers, who have not been playing well. But the Titans, I think, they're the better team. Yeah, that's I would definitely agree the Titans are the better team and Joe Flacco hasn't really been playing too great. I no. mean they just got their first win. I mean they started off 0 and four. Yeah. It's it might be been, time for Drew Locke. Yeah, it's been pretty been ugly for them. I think my good friend Jimmy McLean will be walking to school on Mon- walking into school on Monday with a good smile on his face after the Titans beat the Broncos here. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you we saw what the Titans can like their potential could be when they killed us, killed the Browns week one. Yeah. But I mean, they haven't really looked that good since. 
And I think, I mean, the Broncos are one and four. They lost just lost Bradley Chubb. I think yeah. they win it in Denver. Yeah. yeah, they might trade Von Miller by really? trade deadline. Watch out for that. <clears throat> they might just clean the house, yeah. start all over. Him and Chris Harris, yeah. All right, Andrew, I uh, I agree with you. Jimmy McLean, I believe <laughs> you're going to be walking in with a big smile on your face on Monday. I think the Titans will beat the Broncos. This is for you, Jimmy. Uh, next up, uh, very interesting game, many headlines. Cowboys-Jets, Sam Darnold's return from mono. Not only do you have that, but you have the Cowboys, who came off a very, very rough outing against the Packers. Dak Prescott mm-hmm. threw three interceptions. Could have had more. It's in New York. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Cowboys. I think. I mean, the Jets the, just look so bad. Even without, <laughs> like, so bad. bad. I don't think Sam Darnold could make up for how bad they look. No, I mean, Le'Veon so far has been a non-factor. I mean, he's been a factor, but not what we've expected to see out of him. And I mean, even bringing Sam Darnold back, I just don't think it's enough to beat the Cowboys. Yeah. yeah At I the agree. end of the day, the Cowboys are the more talented team. Okay, Cowboys. Jets. Jets, Jets remain winless. <laughs> I think it's funny. Just wait till that Le'Veon Bell is a ticking time bomb. Once he gets fed up with all these losses, it's just going to cause drama. Yeah. Because they're not going to improve this year. Mm-mm. They're not yeah. going to be good. I mean, they gave him a lot of money. So like Yes, they did. Speaking of Le'Veon Bell, his former team plays Sunday night football in Los Angeles. I was about to say uh, San Diego against the Chargers, who have not looked good. I they they were my sleeper Super Bowl pick and they have disappointed me greatly. Mm. I it uh the Chargers are due. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if Rudolph is playing or not, but he's in concussion protocol. Okay. Isn't it like Hodges or something? I don't think yeah. it's gonna, that, that's his it's name. not going to make a difference. Yeah. Yeah. The Steelers have not looked good. No. The Chargers haven't looked good. Their but, only win was against Cincinnati, I mean. Yeah. But the Chargers have looked better than the Steelers. I'm going to go with the Chargers. Chargers. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Chargers as well. I just feel like the Steelers have got too many problems going on right now. Yep, we're all in agreement. Chargers over Steelers. And the final game of the week, Lions at Packers. A Ooh. very interesting game. The, the Lions, Lions have impressed they've, this year. They've looked pretty good so far. The Lions have looked good. They they almost beat they almost beat the Chiefs. Yeah, they, pl- they played Super a Bowl solid pick. game. And then on the other end, you got the Packers, 4 and 1. They look very good. Their only loss was uh, one to the to the Eagles, who are a very good team, and Aaron Rodgers is playing very good football. You have Aaron Jones. I think actually, I think Aaron Jones is out for this game, from what I saw. I think Devontae Adams is too. Where's the game at? Uh, it's, it's in Green Bay. Green Bay. Um, that's that's a tough one, honestly. I it is. I. I, I mean. mean Matt Stafford's looked pretty good. You have uh, T.J. Hawkinson's been very good for the Lions. Um, I Devontae Adams is out. Um, I would probably go... I'm going to go Lions. Yeah, with Devontae Adams being out, clearly his number one receiver. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's going to be a close one come down to the end, but I think the Lions pulled out in Lambeau. I'm gonna have to go with the Packers in this one. I mean, even though they're gonna be without Devontae Adams, they they still look like an all around great football team with a good defense. I I just got the Packers in this one. I think they're gonna beat the Lions here. In yeah, Bay. Andrew, I agree with you. Um, seeing the way that the Packers played against the Cowboys, they all around they look like a pretty solid team, and I think it will be a close game. But at the end of the day, I think the Packers will get it done at home. Okay, we have 
We're split on the last pick. Lions Packers. I think it's a war of attrition. I think that the Dolphins uh the Lions, excuse me. The Lions are less hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that wraps up everything around week six. We have we've made our picks. We've talked about the Browns, uh what they need to do moving forward. And is there anything else you'd like to say, guys? Um, no, thank you for having us. It's Dog great. check. Ooh. <laughs> that reminds me. I want to shout out, special shout out to Swagger, who is oh, reti- he's retiring. Team. He's retiring this week. His son is taking over. SJ. SJ, Swagger Jr. And I uh, just want to wish him the best during retirement. We love you. Uh, thank you for everything you've done for the Dog Pound. Yeah, right. it's, been a, it's been a pleasure to be here. Yeah, thank you for having us on the show. It was a good time. Thanks thank for coming. Thank hopefully you. the Browns will turn it around, I believe, if they can. Yeah, hopefully. Let's. We're all hoping. Yeah. We're all hoping. All right. Thanks for listening. See you next week.